Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Styers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Welcome, everyone, to the Lovability Show. Sorry, we are a couple minutes late getting to you, uh, but we have a great show today, so get ready. Uh, we are actually talking today about getting out of your dating box. What does that mean? Uh, basically, it's breaking patterns, but doing it in a way where it's more about your behaviors and the things that you do versus the psychoanalytical uh, portion of it, which we've talked about with your uh, psychological patterns on who you're choosing. We're not so much going to talk about that today as we are some practical tips and exercises for you uh, to help you change your dating patterns, what you're attracting. And hello, everybody. Hi, uh, hi, uh, Brent. Um, great to see y'all. Um, I'm with Psychic Brad today. He's back. What's up? Uh, Psychic Brad, uh, it has celebrated a birthday since uh, oh, we boy. last saw him. So, oh, big nice. birthday. Big nice. birthday. 60th yeah, very, birthday. Very good. April Fool's on that, huh? <laughs> yeah. His birthday was yeah. April Fool's Day. And actually, 60th. it was not my idea. Not it was 30. not my idea to give the happiest 60th birthday. But um, 35. Yeah, yeah. He's not 60. Yeah, um, he looks 35. great for 60, though, if you were. Hey, if Brad. it works for, the, for people. Men can lie there. about their age, too, ladies. Let's just, we're just saying. Um, no, actually, he had the big 5 0 yesterday on April Fool's Day. Yes, so thank you. It was only appropriate that we messed with you. I don't today feel a day so. over, four, well, two days over 49. So. <laughs> hey, listen, about a week ago with your back, you felt about 80. 80. So let's just yes, talk about that. That's true. All right. Uh, we all get it. Getting older can be difficult sometimes. Yeah, so, um, oh, well. uh, so <laughs> let's, uh, let's begin having this conversation. Um, Brad, what did you do for your birthday? Why have a sip of water? I uh, worked. <laughs> so, you know, so, it was Thursday, so I couldn't do much. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. My water. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, I just took another bath. That's Jen's good. water literally just broke. I did. <laughs> so. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, sorry about it's that. Friday, okay, it's Friday, y'all. It's I just took another shower. I'm a little, uh, a little wet here. Okay, well, uh, what a great birthday present for you. I'm so glad you had such a good time. Yeah. Um, okay. It was a good day. Uh, so again, uh, you know, I uh, here we are at springtime. I feel like it's a fresh new start for everybody um, in regards to dating. We've all been in lockdown for the last year. I mean, obviously that limited uh, our dating possibilities and every, we're just now opening up in many places and getting out there because obviously the podcast is national. It's not just in Dallas. Dallas is opened up a hundred percent. So that means we can get back out and do the things that we need to safely, uh, which is awesome. It's so great to be back. Uh, and, uh, and so I think this is, this is a time, I think, Brad, we talked about intentional dating. I think this is the time when people really need to be considering that, uh, and stepping into that. Yes. Um, many people experience loneliness during the, the lockdown sure. and especially yeah. singles realized how lonely they were. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a great time for us to do a little bit of homework, a little bit of spring cleaning, uh, um, some exercises that, um, can help you get ready, yeah. uh, for, for spring love and finding love. But first and foremost, I'd like to say to all of you watching, uh, be intentional, be intentional with your search. Um, it's, uh, it's important 
that you not waste time. You know, we, we, if anything, we, we don't have that time. We don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have time to Especially waste. Brad, who just turned 60 yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I got to get moving. <laughs> yeah. Better hurry. Jeez. Okay. So, uh, so the first thing that I thought about doing some exercises with you guys, because I do take my clients through, uh, quite a few of these things. And, um, this is the practical portion. Again, you guys have to do the psychological work. If you have psychological patterns that you need to break, you need to break them. You need to do the work. That's your work. We're not responsible for that. But let me take you through a couple things. Get some paper out. Uh, get some paper out and start journaling because these things will really help you to get clear on what you're looking for and on your search on what you want and what you don't want. Because uh, we've all had lots of what we don't want or we wouldn't be looking <laughs> right now. Right? Okay. So, uh, so the first thing I want you to do and of course, you guys can do this and not when we're on the podcast, but I'll kind of walk you through how to do it. And sure. Brad and I will give you some examples. But uh, make a list of positive and negative characteristics of your last five relationships or attractions. Your last five relationships or attractions. Make a list of the five um, uh, or, or ten uh, top characteristics that they had in common, right? Ah, so where were the similarities? What were the similarities yeah. in those attractions or relationships that right. you liked, right? And so you're going to go through, you're going to find some that you liked and some that you didn't like, which right. is which is good, but you want to find the top that you like. So Brad, I know I didn't, you didn't get this information ahead of time, but just nope. think of why, why, 60 don't, now, why so don't you talk about your 60 years experience? Yes. And a uh, slower. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and maybe give a few examples of some things that you have in your work have found that you um, things that you like about a woman. Things oh, can we that, talk about that on here? That or? you like, yes. Oh. Keep it clean, though. <laughs> God, he always wants to go to the gutter, but we're not going to let him today. <laughs> um, so, uh, dirty old man. <laughs> yeah, I am now. It's official. Officially. It's now official. Uh, yeah, that's what happens when you turn 60. Yes. Um, but, uh, so, so what would some of yours be? Some, some no, I think, I think this is going to sound so kind of boring, but that, that, that true partner, you know, the person that is supportive and caring and loving and, and sees your faults, but doesn't care. You know, those kind of things. I think those are some things um, that are that are important. Um, you know, you've heard me say it before, but someone you can take your armor off with and, and be vulnerable and be at your core, you know, at your worst, if you will. And um, they're cool with that. Yeah. You know, and actually, they actually help you get there sometimes to understand yourself. Those are some things that I think, you know, the other stuff that you talk about, like, oh, I want someone to do this. I want someone to do this. I want this. Those are great and they're right. important. They're important day to day, but I think when you get to the root of things, it, it's got to be deeper than that. Of course, you know, you've got to have something that that deeper connection that we talk about. That's great. Above I, and beyond this some is of why the we love chemistry Brad here stuff. because he does give those deep answers. Yeah, sure. Yes. You know, I'm trying. He has some depth to him, which, by the way, would be one, something on my list. A man that has depth is super yeah. important. You know, that would be something on my list. Somebody that has depth. Uh, and you guys will probably have to work a lot harder to get to that depth because we don't do that well. You know, we, some tend, guys to, we do. tend to cover that sometimes. I, so. I will say I know a lot of men, a lot of gentlemen that have a lot of depth. Right. I do. Uh, a small conversation doesn't appeal to me. As I know many of you, as I've made posts about this over the years, 
I love smart men. I love smart, intelligent, you know, smart ass, you know, but you know what I mean? Like all of that wrapped into one. Always better than the alternative, yeah. which is a dumbass. And, yeah, that would never work. But I know a lot of you do too. Like that would, that would, that's something on my list. I know it would be something on, on many of yours as well. Uh, you know, uh, somebody that uh, is a leader. That's a big thing I, I would say for a woman. This is why I'm walking you through some of these things, ladies and gentlemen, because everybody needs to make their list. And guys, I'm going to tell you something. I coach a lot of men. You guys really benefit from doing this work too. So don't skip over it. You really benefit from doing this work. Uh, ladies, you benefit in a big way from this too, because women tend to think too much. And no. if you can, if you can zone in on what your top things are that you need in a relationship and the things that you liked, like all the things that you had in common, you know, this guy took the, he was a leader. He made plans for us. He made me a priority in our relationship. He was funny, made me laugh. He gave me the space I needed. Whatever those things are, put those lists together and then, then at least you have you have a good list to go on in regards to recognizing your person because we spend mm -hmm. a lot of time uh, wasted on the wrong people. And that's what I'm trying to avoid uh, here with this. So uh, a list of your last five relationships, the commonalities, the things you liked, the things you didn't like, and then, then start your list of the things that you're looking for. Right. Okay. I went more practical though. Okay. Like? Like one of the things I think when we do these lists, and you have to be careful of, and you might disagree, which we'll have a little debate, but <clears throat> likes, and I, I want my person to do this. And I want my person and hobbies and all these things. It's you, <laughs> like it becomes you Yeah. and you can't date yourself. So although we're saying make your list, you can't be so structured in the list that it doesn't get out. You don't ever get out of the list. Yes. Because when we write these things and you look at it, you're like, that's me. I want to date me. Yeah. Which is fine, but you don't exist. Right. <laughs> you're only you. So, but there are parts you know, of it's, you. It's a blueprint. It's a parameter. It's kind of a foundation to think about right. into your wants and your needs. It's not the be all to, to end all. Right. And I think that's where some people can get. I agree. You know, a little. You aren't dating yourself. Narrow minded. And you. What you don't want to do is behaviorally, I think this is important, expecting somebody else to be you right. behaviorally. Right. I would do this. I would do that. If I were in the same situation, I would have called. I would have done that. You know, they're not you. Yep. And that's that's super important from mm -hmm. a detail standpoint. But the foundational things, um, you know, the foundational things. I was talking to somebody last week and they were mentioning how, and I, I'm just going to go here. Uh, everybody, they were mentioning how sex was really important to them. Oh, like you're having, going to the gutter. You always I, go to the gutter, Jennifer. Uh, listen, you're always in the gutter. Sex is not the gutter, but it is some. It is a foundational thing, and for be. some people in a relationship, that they're maybe very physical people, and physical so it's a yeah, it's sure. a very mm -hmm. you know that touch is important. Yep. I hear that from a lot of people right. that are touchy. That touch is important, and affection is important. Mm -hmm. But if People express themselves sexually. That could be a really important top 
top thing for people if they don't have that expression. You find that a lot of times with people that are divorced that didn't have a good sex life. I'm just saying (laughs) they didn't have a good sex life. Then all of a sudden they're like, I'm not living that again. That's something that I want. It's okay to put something like that on your list. Well, I think it's okay on your list to say, look, I'm a physical person. I enjoy sex. I want to have sex with a good partner. Yeah. And I want that more than- I want a sexual relationship. I want that more than once every eight weeks. Like, I think that's okay. Like in some people get- See, and I'm the one that goes to the gutter. She's getting flustered over here. I'm getting flustered over once every eight every eight weeks. That's what I'm it's saying. What I'm like, <laughs> I mean, Who wants that? That is reason for divorce. But anyway, um, okay. So, um, so uh, everybody's joining us. Kim, Cindy, got Martha. Hello, everybody. Um, great to have you, ladies, on and gents, Brent. Um, uh, so, so, uh, what else do you? What else is on your? What else do you have? Well, I think one of the other things, because I kind of looked at the more the day to day, like what could I actually change in my actions? Absolutely. And so I think one of the things that I, I ran into personally that I did and ran into people that did it, but like you go in with your guns a blazing, like one date, this is it. He's perfect. She's perfect. I found her. Right. And it's like, you go out here, you're trying to, you're trying to find that person and it's immediately you grab on and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, slow down. Like chill, like just relax. Uh, be sure you take the necessary, the next steps before you just jump into something, because then, like you say, you're take six your months, time. You're six months down the road, and you go, "What the hell just happened?" Very good point. You know? I think I think the other thing, Brad, with that whole take your time thing is that is super important. Um, and I just lost my train of thought with that. <laughs> Whoops. Guess um, who else is 60? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, no, but yep. Uh, I'm feeling it today. Clearly mentally. Um, uh, so what were we talking about? We were talking about, um, <laughs> go out guns a blazing. Like you got to go find that person and you're going out and you got to find him. You got to pull him in. And then when you, Oh, he's there, he's perfect. You know, and I just think people, they jump into something too fast. And try to impress people. That's what I was talking about is that whole, you know, you get in, you're, you're going in trying to put your best foot forward, impress somebody Mm -hmm. else. I, that you want, I want them to like me. I want, you know, this to be my next relationship. I, and you start jumping ahead and start envisioning marriage and all kinds of things in your head that haven't happened yet or don't need to happen. Um, and I think we need to stay present in where we are and present ourselves for who we are, but also be, be more worried about if they're for you. So if you've done your homework and you know what you're looking for, you need to be well aware of that person that's sitting in mm-hmm. front of you is your person. Right. Right. Don't worry about so much impressing, being in a hurry and impressing them with who you are. You're not selling yourself. You're presenting yourself and they should be presenting themselves to you. And that's where a match comes in. So we need to be discerning too on a date. And, and that's another one too that I, I don't have my list, but that if you're seeing that pattern is just be yourself. Be yourself. Don't show off. Don't put up a front. Just go be you. And if it's not enough, it's cool because at least you were genuine to yourself and, and you were true to yourself. And no surprises so. down the road because I do hear that from a lot of people yeah. that, you know, like the first six months, everybody's on their best behavior. Yeah. And then, you know, down the road, the real them comes out when they're comfortable Mm -hmm. and it's not at all who they presented themselves to be. And that's a deal breaker, you know, that's a deal breaker. And now you've got six months vested in a relationship and your Mm -hmm. hearts are invested and that makes it much harder. Uh, So be who you, uh, 
who you're supposed to be and be honest. I mean, for goodness sakes, tell the yeah. truth. And we live in Dallas. We live in this, you know, we live in the city of the $35,000 millionaires. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, yeah. I know there's other cities like that, but don't lie about who you are or where you are. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's great to run across honest, authentic people. People are going to figure out who you are. All right. Yeah. And sure. then if you've lied or misled somebody, then they're not going to trust you and it's over, No. you know? None. So, no. um, you know, and I say that because I know a lot of people have suffered going through COVID. There's a lot of people mm -hmm. whose lives have been very disrupted in jobs and, uh, sit home situations, very disrupted because of, uh, because of COVID. Sorry. It is what it is. And, um, and you know, if, if it's you and it's everybody, it really is. Everybody's been affected by it. Be honest about it. It's okay. You know, I think so many, so many people are in rebuilding stages and that's okay too, you know? Well, hopefully they rebuilt while they were at home. I mean, that was yeah. what I was going to, like the guns and blazing thing comes out of being alone for a period of time. And you want to go out there like, I can't be alone anymore. I can't be alone anymore. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, so, and yeah. you can, you just have to learn how to, how to go through that. Right. Uh, you know, so I'm going to give you another exercise to do. So here's another thing to write down, ladies and gentlemen, to work on later. I mean, obviously we don't, we're not going to do it right now together, but, uh, go through your last five relationships. So as you were doing with the first, uh, the first exercise, so go through your last five relationships and list everything you think would have helped you in that relationship or things you would have done differently. Right. Because sometimes going back on things and you go, um, if I would have been honest up front, or if I would have been more vulnerable initially, or if I would have listened more and paid attention to red flags, right? I mean, just right. What? Well, I think you're bringing up a huge point, and I don't want people to miss this, but you're saying I could have, I could have, I should have. What if I? Not well, they should have, right? And they should have done this. It's all that personal reflection on yourself to say. It's more on me than it was on them because I didn't recognize the red flags or I didn't do this or right. I didn't do that. So it's always you. We're always the common denominator in <laughs> yeah, all of that. That's right. And the only thing we can change moving forward is us and how we how we choose. I know I just posted about that the other day, but you know, so many people want to want to blame relationships and want to blame the other people on who they attracted. Well, you attracted them. You chose them. It's all on you. You know, it's you. And if you made a bad choice or you continue to make bad choices, that's your thing to fix, right? And it's also yours to be aware of moving forward. That's the important part is really using that knowledge. I mean, yes, if you're single, you, you may have had one failed relationship. You may have had several. You may have had hundreds. <laughs> Sadly, there are people to have. Sure. Um, and depending on what age, like when you're 60, like Brad, you know, yeah, you can I mean, have I'm, hundreds yeah. of relationships behind For you. For sure. But, um, but having said that, when you have a history, you also have information, mm -hmm. that useful information as to what you need to move forward. What did I learn from this? What did I learn about me? And to utilize that information moving forward. It's one thing to do the work. It's another thing to live the work. Yes. Right? That's huge. It's, uh, it's enormously huge. So you can never forget. I know one of my clients asked me last night, when do, so when I learned this, when do, when does it become easy? When does it become natural where I don't have to think about it and, and be conscious of it and doing the work all the time? 
it eventually does become natural. All of the work that you do and the more that you heal, it, be, it does become second nature to you, but you always have to be aware. Right. You always have to be aware because the one thing about emotions and attraction and chemistry is they can lead you in a totally different direction. They really can. Hopefully, if you listen, right? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, Kevin brought it up. He said, get, your, get yourself right first. Right. Just post it. That's the key is that yeah. the patterns and not recognizing all that will make you healthier and better. And then it's, you know, your client says that you and I've talked about this, but once you get to that point where you're completely comfortable in your own skin, right. It's typically when you find that, that someone, right. Because you finally accepted that you're good enough. Right. And you're, you're in that the other person will recognize that too. You know, after over 25 years in counseling, I will say you've had 25 years of counseling. Yes. No. After 25 years of counseling people and relationships. I got you. Uh, I'm just clarifying. Yeah. But thanks, Brad. Uh, But you know what? On that, (laughs) on that note, everybody at lifetime should be in counseling. We should always spend, uh, spend time in counseling, even if it's with ourselves or reading or learning or growth. Uh, I think that is, I'm going to take your joke and make it into something because we should, if we're not growing, we're dying. And that is the honest to God truth. So we should always be in that state of learning and growth. Um, I look at it like the game of golf. It's a game of mistakes. Yeah. And you have to just get better at honing in. So they call it a miss in golf. How far is your miss off? Mm -hmm. Are you a hundred yards off your miss or are you 10 yards off your miss? And you're trying to get to that 10 yard miss. Cause you just keep, keep trying to get better. It's just a game of mistakes. And you have to, once you understand it's a game of mistakes that you're going to make mistakes, the other person's going to make mistakes. It's just all part of the game, right. if you will. And I hate to use the word game cause it's not a game, but once you get to that point, this stuff kind of is a lot more relaxing if you will, but it's like, you know, well, what I was going to say, uh, after the whole, uh, joke about counseling is that the one thing I have found in my years is that most of people's issues come back to worthiness. Like you were just talking right. about, you whiz through it, but I wanted to stop you because, uh, uh, it's all about, um, be- feeling worthy. We have to know our self-worth and unfortunately many people had childhood situations and that's where it comes from people. Uh, you know, people want to blame their past relationships, but it, it, the reason that you have previous relationships, like maybe somebody that has a history of, uh, cheaters, you know, they'll say, I don't trust people because I've had a history of, you know, cheating boyfriends or what, which is usually women, but girl or girlfriends, whatever. (laughs) And, uh, but it's not because of them cheating that you are wounded and don't trust. It's because of something in your childhood. And there's a worthiness factor that goes into all of this. And if we, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> I don't remember exactly the post that I put up today, exactly the words, but at the end of the day, what it came down to was when you love yourself enough, when you love yourself, you'll start finding people that love you also. Mm-hmm. And it's not until that time, you're not going to find people that love you until you know your worth and you feel your, and you feel your worth, right? right? And you're not willing to accept anything less than what you deserve. Right. And that's, that's right. the key. Right. And, uh, okay. So, um, y- you know, Jason said, play for the miss. Yeah. You know what? Those words don't sound, even though I know it's golf, the words don't sound right. Cause nobody wants to miss. Why wouldn't you play for the win? 
you know? Well, but that, <clears throat> what they're saying is that you, you, it's since it's a game of mistakes, you're, you automatically understand it's going, you're going to make mistakes. So you just go ahead and accept that and understand it when you do, you just go ahead and play through that. That's kind of what. Well, you can't, please don't go into dating with that mindset that you're making a mistake. (laughs) Don't play for the miss when you're dating, right? I get what you're saying though. But yes. um, And then adjust. Okay. So, um, so I think too, um, you know, knowing what, knowing your type, because everybody's got a type, sometimes your type isn't what you need to go for. And I think just knowing your type and then be willing to go somewhere else. Right. If you normally go, you have that too. I said like recognize your patterns and go in a different direction. Yeah. Patterns. Yeah. Attraction type. Because if your type was working, you wouldn't be looking. You wouldn't be saying, and it's probably because you're going for your type that you're still single. (laughs) Yes. And, and your type, no worky. Because I'm trying to give you practical, uh, practical tools. I'm going to tell you this, try to go for the opposite. So if you know what you're, attracted to. And ladies, I'm just going to give you a good example because a lot of you ladies are attracted to really strong, jerky men. You are. The bad boy. You are the bad boy. Go for the good boy. Go for the good guy. Try the good guy on, right? You may find that there are, when you do go for that guy, you may find that initially it's going to be really uncomfortable. I can tell you that. Go on a few dates because the first date will be really uncomfortable because you're not used to being treated so well. I know this as a matchmaker. I have to go through this when women that tell me their type has been the jerk and they continually date the narcissist, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what you're attracted to practically without going into psychoanalysis, try someone different. Try the guy that's quiet. Try the the non-assuming guy. Try the nice guy. Try him. You know, and and again, don't just try him on one date. Like I said, it'd probably be uncomfortable. He might bore you a little bit. I hear that. But go again and again and give that person an opportunity. If they're not your person, that's okay. At least you got to see the black and white. Mm-hmm. At least you got to see contrast. And sometimes there, there the beauty is, is in the contrast, right? Right. Okay. For sure. I mean, that's what you're trying to learn, right? Is right. if the contrast is attractive. Right. Because whatever's been working isn't working. You know, on that same note, uh, I also, from a practical standpoint, think try a different city. You know, like we live in a mm-hmm. metroplex. There's, you know, I, I used to live in Atlanta. There's a yeah. ton of little ton of little places try a different city go north of 635 people yeah yeah goodness sake uh, some of you geographically aren't willing to go to different places i mean try try going if you live in dallas try going to fort worth if you live in dallas try going Mm -hmm. to plano i know that's a bad word for you dallas people um or frisco try going to different cities yep i have change your hangout spot and change your and that too. Right. That too. If you've got this place, if you've got your spot, yes. And you keep meeting women there or men there, and mm-hmm. they're not what they, what you want. Go somewhere else. Like try something different. Right. You know, take a drive. Yes. You know, there's lots of places out there you can drive for 30 minutes in the Metroplex and get pretty much in and get any kind of scene you want. You know, really. I hear women. You know? Brad, you'll appreciate this just from the standpoint of we've talked about this before women that constantly go to these like ritzy restaurants, 
you know, where very wealthy men are and they, then they complain about them either being married and hitting on them or Mm -hmm. being players and cheating and, oh my God. Yeah. Go find somewhere else to go. <laughs> exactly. Stop stop doing that. Exactly. Stop doing that to yourself. That's not where your guy hangs out. Like at what point are you going to wake up and say, okay, this is what I want still. I want an, a guy that's established and, and, you know, secure. But most secure established guys don't have to prove it. Number no. one, right? No. They're not the guy always driving up in the Lamborghini that they couldn't no. afford or they rented for the Compensating. Night. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, there's plenty of non-assuming guys that, you know, prefer going to non-assuming places because they don't want a gold digger. Well, and I th- like, again, your hangout spot doesn't even have to be a bar or restaurant. It could be, you know, I, I talked to some, some folks when I was throwing some of these things out and they were like, you know, it could be a dog park. Yes. It could be a different grocery store. It could be, heck, church. Right. Right? You might meet somebody in the pew when we, well, some churches are back, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it, your hangout spot doesn't have to necessarily be the bar that you go to on your right. way home from work. It's It could be all sorts of places. Instead of running on the treadmill at the gym, go to the Katy Trail or go to a park or whatever. You know, get out. Brad is 100% you know? correct. <clears throat> so... Brad is 100% correct. I'm sorry, I have allergies, so I keep clearing my throat. Um, Brad is correct. Try someplace different. And and a great place to start is your hobbies. Mm-hmm. You know, you have – everybody has hobbies and things that they like to do. If you love animals, the dog park's a great place to right. go. Uh, you know, or the lake. You know, there's lakes all over in, in different cities, mm-hmm. not just Dallas. Yeah. But uh, – or go to the lake with your dog. Or if you like running, like he said, be well, outside. If you're out jogging and there's a beautiful woman jogging, guess what? Y'all like to jog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to – If you have a, you know, a weekend open and you're – you know, you have nothing to do, go to the lake or go somewhere and read. Go throw down a blanket or a chair and sure. read. You might run into somebody else. I mean, you just you just need to get out of your funk and mm-hmm. your normal routine. Right. Super important to do different things and to go to different places where different kinds of people hang out. Maybe your people are somewhere else. Maybe the people you're looking for are somewhere else, and they might just be in a different city. And by the way, I think this is important too. Try some different friends too. Thank 100%. you. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's it's the people that you're hanging out with too that you need to detox from. Yeah. So uh, so part of shaking it up is also doing that. And you know what? Go do things you enjoy. Like go with your friends and go play top golf or golf or what you know. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, because have fun, enjoy, because that's where you tend to meet people anyway. And now that it's spring and people are out again. You know, we can do that. We we're going to be we're we're going to be out, and people like to be around other people having a good time. It's a great way to meet people. So well, and then I, you know, the other one I had that I saw on several of the things was like break a rule. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you do have some friends and one of them is attractive, hey, that's okay to start there and see. You know, approach that, make that, make that, that um, that step. Take that step to see if there's something there because. Those are your close friends already. You probably already have some commonalities. Right. You probably kind of know the person. So don't, you know, it just uh, that's break a rule. Like check in with your friends. If there's a, a girl or a guy that you're kind of attractive to or you think he's neat or you, she's cool or whatever, 
hey, try it. You already have a foundation. People miss the boat on that, you know, and some people miss years where they're like, oh, my God, they were right in front of me the whole time. You know that a lot. Yeah. So uh, so look in your circle. You and know? you also hear that the, some of the strongest relationships that we start as friends. Yep, absolutely. You know, we were friends first. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and you know what attraction can build? That is one of those. That is one of those things that some of you refuse to believe. But attraction can come from a friendship. It can come mm-hmm. over time. Uh, you know, because not everybody's healthy. Not everybody's open to different things. So sometimes you, who you're attracted to might surprise you. Yes. That's the other one that I have down there was like, go out with somebody that you normally wouldn't. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that Say yes when you would say no. It's beyond, well, she's just not that attractive to me. Right. Well, okay. I get that too. Everybody does. You want that, but try it because attraction builds too. <clears throat> Guys, grows. that's um, not that it's not that important for you, but break out of your, this is, you talk about a dating box, your type what they look like, what they have to look like, their age. Stop it. I I mean, stop it. It's not just you guys. You girls do it too. You know, oh, I want to date somebody younger than me or my age. Stop it. You know, because men and women are, can be very different in their maturity level based on their age. And I'm, I'm always having to explain that there's, there's certain dynamics in all of this people. And that is like men, Brad, men tend to, until they hit about 55, they tend to want to date younger than them. Okay. So it's true. true. It's just a trend. I can't, I can't change. I think some of that though, you, we've talked about this. So I think it's prevalent in Dallas. Maybe I just, maybe it's me, but you, it just seems to be really prevalent in this market where the 45 to 55 has the 25 to 30 on his arm. Yes. Um, everywhere you go kind of deal and you see it all over the place. And I, you know, I don't know, maybe that's just Dallas or whatever, but. Well, I do think that we, and I, again, I don't know if it's Dallas or not. I've heard that it's kind of not. Um, I know Atlanta is happening as well because I have uh, friends dating there. The younger women are going for the older guys because they want the security. They want the financial security. Daddy's giving them everything. This is actually See, a, I think that shows that this they is have actual, daddy issues. Yes, this is an actual yeah. fact, by the way. These are statistics. This is not like my idea or my thoughts. That that girls are no longer, these 20-somethings even, late 20-somethings, early 30s, they don't want to build with a guy anymore. They don't want a guy that doesn't have the money and the resources what they're doing is they're going for older guys that are in their fifties because they're daddy. Yeah. They're giving them exactly what daddy did. Daddy Mm -hmm. paid my bills. Daddy bought me, took me shopping. Daddy took me on trips Mm -hmm. and they're finding daddy. Yep. That's what they're, that's, that's what they don't want to do without, they don't want to build. They're not in that anymore. The millennial mindset. Yeah. So guys in your fifties, it's kind of sad. Like I was out, I was telling somebody I was out at, um, one of these bars in Dallas and I watched this pitiful, like 50 something year old guy with this girl that was probably 26, 27. She was buying, he was buying her drinks and her and her friends and she was completely ignoring him. Mm -hmm. Like she was completely, he didn't care. No, he didn't care. He had this 20 something on his, in his space. That's right. And she was completely disrespecting him, flirting Mm -hmm. with other guys, didn't care, but, but you know, everybody's getting what they want. Supposedly, 
Yeah. Race getting what they want. But um, I don't know how we got off on that. That's a whole nother uh, deal, which um, I could probably talk about forever. Yeah. But uh, but having said that, try dating outside of what you would normally date. Women, here's where you guys go crazy. This drives me nuts. Brad's tall, so it doesn't he doesn't get. But, They're talking about height right now. Oh, height. There it yeah. is. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to go. Height. You ladies that are five three, five four, five five, that demand having a six foot tall guy because you got to wear your heels. We got issues. The average guy is five ten or five eleven. I saw maybe. Well, I don't know if he's that tall. I don't. Yeah, maybe shorter actually. So, uh, so, uh, ladies, you gotta be open. If you're a perfect guy, if you're five, six and your perfect guy is five, 10 and you have to wear two inch heels instead of seven inch, you know, you'll be okay. You'll be all right. You know, but, but see, so to me is like, so they didn't want that to be level. Is that what they're saying? They could, so they can wear their high heels. So they're the same height. Like, I don't understand that. They don't want to be the same height or taller than a guy. Okay. I don't get that, I guess. Uh, you know what? I, it, it, it renders me so speechless like, at times, I must say, because like it's the, the he's stupidest the perfect thing. Match. I know. And he's two inches too short, they say no. They won't even give him a chance, yeah, Brad. Like, they won't even give a yeah. guy a chance to that go on a no date sense. with them because he's too short. Yeah. So Because uh, I don't think – I don't – I mean, I guess guys – but the guys I know and, and have talked to in the past, they're not like that. Right. Like they're well, always like taller women. Okay, great. But she's five, five and she's awesome. Like, I don't think we think that way. You know, some guys don't like to date women that are taller than them. It, it's, it is not. Um, I mean, I think some, sh some shorter men have gotten used to it because they've, they've dated, you yeah. know, taller women and it doesn't bother them. Um, but it goes both ways with that. I think women get superficial with things like that and age. And then men, men, it's definitely a looks and age thing. And guys, mm -hmm. I'm going to say this too. Go outside of your type physically. Just because a woman isn't a 10, it, you know, again, talking to, I was talking to Bradley last week. We were chatting about this and he said, you may meet a seven, but 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 she becomes a ten after you get to know her. Right. Give people a chance. And we're chance. bad. At, we're bad at that. Yeah. The guys are bad at that. You guys that yeah. get that, God bless you that you get that because there are so many amazing women that are not tens that are not perfect. Right. You know. Say, guess what? You're not either. Yeah, I've said it a million either. times. Neither are you. <laughs> you know. Go look in the mirror, buddy. But um. <laughs> But, uh, but, but having said that, and, and ladies, that goes for you too. You know what? And I'm going to, I'm just lastly, I know we're not talking about this, but you know what? Everybody get themselves in shape and get your, get yourself. This is a competitive market. And regardless of what I'm talking about, about keeping options open and go for, you know, something that you wouldn't normally go for. Also get yourself ready. Like it's spring, get a little bit of a tan, go get your Botox guys. That goes for you too. Wrinkles matter on you too. Just age is not, it's just cause you're 60 like yeah. Brad and looking good. Yeah. You look, see, I mean, Brad doesn't, doesn't look a day over no, 59, 58. <laughs> I mean, come on, look at this. Brad, you do know I'd kill you if you had this conversation with me. If you were joking with me, I would be, yeah, we, it'd be a totally different thing. But yes, nobody is perfect, as Lisa said. And, uh, and 
You know, we need to be looking at the person inside, not just the person outside. Yes, you don't want to be with somebody ugly, but I can assure you that looks aren't everything. Well, no, and I think we've talked about this before. Like, you're uh, uh, one guy's eight may be my 10. Yes. And one guy's five may be another person's seven. So it's like, just find whatever that is, you know, original attractiveness to you and then build on that because. Right. Like you've said, and I think there's a lot of studies behind it, but attractiveness grows when the chemistry yes. and the connection that we've already talked about is there. It does grow. It does. And they become sexier and they become more attractive. And, and when you find those deeper, those kind of deeper rooted connections. Yeah. Those are the lasting ones, by the way. Those are the, those are the ones that last. Yeah. Cause guess what? You're not going to be as handsome as you think you are when you're 60, unless you're me. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, come on, like, <laughs> you, can be you know, that. so you're going to change too. Yeah. So like, you're not going to be God's gift to earth. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's true. Whatever, so very, very true. Uh, you know, one of the other things I thought of was, uh, you know, try a different look. Uh, you know, the girl that cuts my hair, she went from a blonde to a brunette, a beautiful brunette. Oh my God, what an amazing difference it made. So like you're she trying, looks so, so you're good. saying try, try something your different, look too. change your look. Yeah. You know, ladies, if you've got really thin hair, like go get your extensions, you know, go get a haircut, go get your hair colored, uh, you know, get a fake tan. You know, I'm not going to promote getting a real tan because it's not healthy, but get a fake, change your look up. You know what? Go shopping. Have a friend take you shopping. If your wardrobe sucks, it matters. Yeah, change your look a little bit or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, go yeah. shopping. Have a friend take you shopping. Mm -hmm. Do something different with your look. Change your look up a little bit. You know, who, you, how you're showing up may not be. Right. You know, um, we were, again, I was chatting with somebody about this last week. You know, I have my own sense of style, and I don't really care what anybody else thinks, you know? I think the best thing about... Being you is being you. So figure out who you are and be that because that's part of the comfortability level with things sometimes mm -hmm. too, is that I think sometimes people, women um, and men, but women more so, you know, they'll go out and dress sexy for men. But if that's not who you are and what you want to portray, you've got to be careful with that. Or women that will, you know, like, like I was talking to a woman, one of my matchmaking clients about like her favorite places to go. And she said, I don't like to wear a dress. You know, so I'm not a dress girl. So I, I would rather go to places where I didn't have to dress up like that because I right. don't like to do that. Uh, some women do, some women don't. But guess what? If this woman was forced to put on a dress and go do that that thing or dress like that, she'd yep. be so uncomfortable and so not herself. So, yep. you know, be you and express you, and you know, change your look up a little bit if you if you can. When you bring up another, or work out, when or you whatever. bring up another point too, is that. And when getting to know that other person, be sure you're asking those questions so you know that you don't make the fancy dinner reservation yes. as the guy yes. because she's not going to be comfortable. So then you're going right. to leave that date and go, wow, she was really off and she was nervous and all this. Well, it wasn't because of the date or you. It was because she was put in a situation that she just doesn't like. So right. be sure you're getting that information on the front side, too. So when you plan something, you know what she wants. You yeah. know, maybe it's just a little bar or something or, you know, you meet after work or something right. where she's more comfortable. She'd rather put a jersey on and watch football. Heck yeah. Than shove herself in a little tiny dress with Spanx <laughs> where she can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true, ladies. You know it. You know it. Uh, okay. So, uh, so uh, thank you guys for being here today. I know we started a couple minutes late. Uh, you know, I think the whole, if I wrap up,
you know, wrap things up. Brad, did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, the only other one was like, use your wingman. So if oh. you have friends, yeah. Um, hey, use your dog. You know, if you're a guy oh, and you have a cool dog. Absolutely. I have a cool dog. Right. Um, they work. Like people come up and say, oh my God, tell me why she's, she's so huge. She's like, I have a big Great Dane. Um, it's a perfect way to meet people. You it know, is. and just getting out of that comfort zone again. And some people and, are funny about their, I'm a, I love know. dogs. So I always approach people and their dogs, which is a great way to meet people. Like That's you said, what I'm saying. but some people are so weird about their dogs. No, they are some, but you can tell though, by basically the dog they have. Yeah, that's true. You know, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch people's yeah. dogs that don't want you to touch them. Yeah. If they have clothes yeah. on, if yeah. the dog has clothes on. If the dog on, has clothes on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just keep walking. Uh, so, uh, so again, I think the wrap up in all of this is. You know, if you want something different, you've got to be different. You've got to try something different. Yep. And, you know, it, yes, you've got to be healthy. You can't, the psychological stuff that we really stayed away from today, uh, for the most part, that needs to be healed. That needs, right. you know, that, that needs to, you need to know that stuff. But from a physical standpoint, I can't stress enough. It's springtime. Get out there. Try something different. Try different places. Try different people. Try different things. Yeah. Try it's not going to fall in your lap. Yeah. going to fall in your lap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you can't wait for, and I get you people and you, uh, you people that are like, I'm waiting for God to, you know, send me my person. Well, you've got to put yourself out there so he can, you know, he's not going to come bust through your front door, you know, unless he's a robber. Or some, you know, I mean, it might be hot, hot yeah. robber. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's a whole nother situation, yes. right? Uh, another dysfunction that we shouldn't talk about. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, so anyway, happy 60th birthday, Brad. Thank you. And, uh, and Feeling happy great. April, everybody have a great Easter and, uh, we will see you all next week. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today and please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.